It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search it out is the glory of kings. This is the Message to Kings podcast. Episode 64, Hidden Among the Baggage. Hi again, this is Janelle, Brett's wife. I have to apologize for the delay in sharing with you this episode. Anytime there's a delay in releasing an episode, you know it's my turn. I really enjoy studying and sharing with you, so thank you for your patience. Today I'm going to be covering 1 Samuel 10, 17-26. It is 1052 BC and the Israelites have demanded a king like all the nations. And Samuel, the last judge, calls a national assembly at Mitzvah where the new king will be selected before the people and be officially presented. Then Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mitzvah and said to the children of Israel, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt and delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all kingdoms and from those who oppressed you. But you have today rejected your God, who himself saved you from all your adversities and your tribulations. And you have said to him, No, set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your clans. Samuel was reminding the people all that God had done for them and that God was more than qualified to be their king, that God did not reject them, but the people rejected God as their king. Samuel is calling the tribes and clans to line up, and tribe after tribe, he finally chooses the tribe of Benjamin. Then Samuel went clan by clan within the tribe of Benjamin and chose the Matri clan, which means reign of Jehovah. Finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen as a nation's first monarch. Keep in mind here that Saul was already anointed as king over Israel, as Brett shared in the previous episode. Saul was already anointed king over Israel, but God did this to show the people of Israel that Saul was the right man chosen by him, and he was their chosen king because of God's word to Samuel. And the choosing by Lot confirmed the word of the Lord through Samuel. But when the people of Israel looked for Saul when he was announced, he could not be found. The people couldn't find the newly appointed king. Just picture that. He can't be located, and the people had to inquire of the Lord where Saul was. They said, Has the man come here yet? And the Lord answered, There he is, hidden among the baggage. Interesting. Here's an example showing the people were looking for Saul the newly appointed king, their new king, but they couldn't find him. So who do they ask? It says they inquired of the Lord. So they haven't exactly forgotten where their help and counsel comes from. God had to show them where their newly appointed king was, and he was hiding among the baggage. Yes, you heard that correctly. Saul was hiding behind a bunch of baggage. His response is more of one expected from a little kindergartner who just went to his first day of school and the teacher has called out his name to answer a question. This is not a response expected from a grown man who is outwardly tall, dynamic, handsome, from a wealthy family, all qualities that on the exterior would communicate he has his act together. Let's examine the Hebrew word here in greater depth. The Hebrew word keli translates to baggage, supplies, equipment, and stuff. This could refer to supplies in the military context, perhaps alluding to the expectation of military success they had hoped Saul would lead them in. 
So you don't know exactly what Saul was hiding behind, but the point is, why was he hiding? So let me continue with the story. They ran and brought him out, and he stood among the people. He was a head taller than any of the others. Just think, he really had to do a good job of hiding, considering he was taller than anyone there. That was a lot of baggage he had to hide behind. He really didn't want to be found. And Samuel said to all the people of Israel, Do you see him who the Lord has chosen, that there is no one like him among all the people? So all the people shouted and said, Long live the king! Then Samuel explained to the people the behavior of royalty and actually wrote it in a book and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. And Saul also went to his house in Givah, and valiant men went with him, whose hearts God had touched. But some rebels said, How can this man save us? So they despised him and brought him no presents. But he held his peace. In Hebrew, he held his peace is actually translated as to be deaf, pretend not to hear, to be silent. Here you have a new king who had a lot of authority given to him, and he could have easily felt justified in exerting his power over those who despised him. However, instead, he chose to just be at peace. At this point in history, you see a nation who has demanded a king. And for what we know about this king so far, Saul is chosen and anointed by God, filled with the Holy Spirit. He hid behind the baggage when he was introduced to the people of Israel. The people were excited to have a king and showed great support. He was surrounded by valiant men whose hearts God had touched, and he showed outstanding self-control by not lashing out at the men who despised him, instead keeping the peace by not speaking. So let's go back to where Saul was announced, and he was found hiding among the baggage. Why did he hide behind the baggage? Possibly because he was overwhelmed with the idea of being king. Possibly he felt underqualified. Maybe he was afraid he wouldn't be liked by the people. Maybe he was fearful of the power he would have. Just possibly he knew his life would never be the same and knew he would have to be refined in areas of his weaknesses. The list could go on and on. This account always challenges me to ask the tough question to myself. What am I hiding behind? What are the lies that I'm believing about myself that are preventing me from walking into the purpose, the full purpose God has for me? Just to get a little personal for me, my career was product development and sourcing apparel for one of the largest retailers in the world. Then we had our first daughter. Everything changed. Now I'm a mom. I'm also a wife, a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a friend. All of these titles are roles that I take on. But first, I'm a daughter of the king. What does that mean? That actually means that I'm his daughter and I can choose to be foolish with the noble rank he has granted me so freely or I can take it seriously. I love my God. The choices I make are because I want to, not because I have to. The simple truth so deeply ingrained in me is what keeps me from not hiding behind the baggage when it comes to my different roles that I take on. There is a story about Queen Victoria who ruled England for almost 64 years, the longest reign of any king or queen in the British Isles. The story is really intriguing. It has been said that when she was a kid, she didn't realize she was in line for the throne of England and didn't take her studies very serious. When she was 11 years old, her governess showed her a list of all the kings and queens of England before her, with her name added at the very end. When she understood what it meant, she burst into tears. Then she controlled herself and said solemnly, I will be good. 
The realization that she had inherited this high calling affected her so that she took this great responsibility serious and didn't waste it away with foolishness. So Saul, like Queen Victoria, had been given the opportunity to say with his heart, I will be good. In future episodes that Brett will be sharing, and yes, they will be weekly and on time since he will be sharing, you will see how Saul responded to this high calling and the choices he makes. So today I leave you with this challenge. We have all been created with a plan and a purpose. God didn't create you randomly without purpose, but each one of you with a specific purpose that only you can accomplish while on this earth. I know that may be hard to believe, but it's actually true. We all have a noble calling. Doesn't matter if you're a factory worker in Bangladesh, a president of a large corporation in the United States, a mother raising little ones, a farmer, a manager of a restaurant. That isn't who you are. That is what you do. As the famous British pastor, Charles Spurgeon, who actually was alive the same time as Queen Victoria, shared in his sermon, Hiding Among the Stuff, referring to Saul hiding among the baggage, showed how both believers and unbelievers hide, avoiding their crown. He states, There may be some of you here present who may be doing precisely what Saul did. Only you are doing it more foolishly than he did. He did but hide away from an earthly crown, but you hide from a heavenly one. If you are a Christ follower, you know you are part of the royal family of Jesus and have a noble calling. Your identity is found in Jesus, not in who people say you are. If this is all still a mystery to you, and believe me, it once was for me too, just ask him. Stop hiding behind the baggage, the stuff of the world that weighs you down, and come out from hiding. I promise you Jesus will answer if you are only brave enough to ask. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Message to Kings. I've really enjoyed spending this time with you, and I would love to hear from you. So please um, drop me a line, message to kings at gmail.com.